3: Stop that button. This is
0: a new way, This it's a new day. This is the way we want to go, man! Hi, Papa! Okay,
3: thank you. Is
0: that, is that more appropriate in your mind?
3: It's going off the rails. There's insanity in the control room. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I take your question.
4: I give you America itself. This
2: is Ed McMahon.
4: And now, is Armstrong and Getty.
0: I already tested this line on a traffic guy and got a laugh so I can uh, go ahead. So <laughs> <Super. laughs> I, I workshop my material. <laughs> yes. I'm a traffic people. Super, eh? What do you think of this one? I said, is there any form I can sign to opt out of ever hearing about the Mueller report again in my life? Mm, is there no. a, a form I could fill out and sign, and then I just <laughs> never have to hear about it ever again in my life? No.
4: <laughs> so the director Mueller with the direct answer there.
0: Fantastic. Does he have any idea what I'm talking about? Probably he,
4: doesn't. Will he take your question? Does he, does he take your question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Live from Studio C, Cesar. Si, it's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Are you kidding, Robert Mueller? Oh, really? Seriously? Oh, the Mueller test. Justice light. No, no.
4: Finally, America is at rest. Everyone agrees we've come to consensus. There's nothing more to argue about. Thank
0: goodness. Now, on to the business of the country. I've never been more over something in my life.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wanted more high school compared to how I feel about Robert Mueller.
0: Yeah. I wanted my first marriage to last longer compared to how I feel about more of the Mueller report.
4: I have been in the. I have been
0: when they're sewing me up after
4: oral surgery. After is there anything else you want to cut on in there? Exactly. Compared to Robert Mueller and the Mueller report. Yep. No. Take your question.
0: God dang. I've finished painting a house, getting ready to sell, and wishing there were more rooms to paint. More than I want to hear more about the Mueller report. Right. I take your question. Like I was looking at this story here. Here's a guy in Tennessee. His life's thing is birds aren't real. That they're 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 phony, and it's some sort of government surveillance program. Did not see that coming. He's been spending his money on billboard campaigns that say every tweet is a lie. <laughs> I want to be like this guy. I want to find something that I latch on to and dedicate all my time and energy to so I don't have to pay attention to any of this. I almost actually said the word BS. Ah,
4: I wish I had. Uh, Wow. Yeah, I get it.
0: A focus for your life. Yeah. A purpose. Yeah. Birds are not real. Every tweet is a lie, this guy says. (laughs) See, that's a poor choice of words in the modern world. Birds are a government surveillance program. I-
4: is he? Uh... The government has
0: replaced all birds with drones. They're spying on us, and he thinks we need to be alerted to
2: this. So birds were once real, right? Yeah, oh
4: yeah. But the <laughs> government until the
2: government. <laughs> right. clever glove government where they
4: replaced them all, which had to be uh-huh. uh, time consuming and expensive.
0: That's probably why we've got a twenty trillion dollar debt. All that money spent on replacing birds with <laughs> That's drones. All
4: been spent on drone birds.
0: Yeah, here's one of the billboards he put up on a highway. Every, <laughs> Every tweet is a lie. <laughs> uh, birds aren't real. Every tweet is a lie. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. He's, God knows what I've said in front of birds, and the government has a record now. He said he's not a conspiracy <laughs> nut. He said flat earthers are out of their minds; they're nuts. There's a lot of yeah. crazy people out yeah, there. Yeah, good point. Yeah. He yeah. says generally.
4: Yeah, Chairman, Mister Chairman, but all sir. birds
0: have been replaced by government drones. Now that <laughs> who knew is a cause. It's better. It's it's a better expenditure of your time today. The president was not exonerated <laughs> than talking the, about the, that. It was
4: made clear. That there is a basic... Uh, honest after You could be convicted Completely after honest hour, question. Who
0: would you rather spend an hour with today? Somebody Something. wants to discuss that seriously or talking about b- birds? Every tweet is a lie. Not even
4: close. No, not even
2: close.
0: Not even close. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. I mean, how'd the
4: government get them to poo on my car? I mean, those are really sophisticated drones, I'd, I'd, I'd say
0: to them. You
2: There's, mean tracking droppings? <laughs>
0: <laughs> As part of the ruse, that was pretty clever. Uh, let's introduce everybody to in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Could you repeat that? <laughs> All right. I refer you, refer you to the report for my show open. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, <laughs> sir. You know, you know, here I am violating what I just said. Maybe my favorite part of the six hours were, was when he seemed like he'd never heard of the steel report. The oh, steel you're dossier. You're right. Yeah. That that was like a new phrase for him. Right. I thought holy crap, Grandpa he just didn't hear it probably uh, yeah probably but yeah uh there is positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. how are you Sean
2: uh doing very well uh, I was I was swimming in in the the hearings yesterday and I must say that uh the hearings joined uh, the ranks of the Empire Strikes back Terminator two and young guns two where the sequel was better than the original mm. um I, I thought that it, there was a weird kind of impossibility in the first one where he wasn't gonna. I can't indict a sitting president, and I'm not gonna nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and say, "Hey, if he wasn't president, I would also indict. I would arrest him." Then, and he was going out of his way to not make those things. When the second hearing was more about Russian meddling, and he he didn't have that same legal things, he seemed much more relaxed and coherent. Really, I yeah uh, I,
0: okay uh, yeah yeah, and and everybody says that. I like I think most of America took in a lot less of the second half of it, and yeah. that, that probably worked against people who enjoyed the second half. But um, I wonder, as an old guy, if he didn't get a cup of coffee or a meal in him or something. Nice bowl and, of soup. Uh, a bowl of <laughs> soup. Wow. Hey, done. I'm <laughs> not in
4: a lot of really troubling ageism here. And I'm not comfortable with this at all. Well,
0: clearly, well, I, something I, happened. I, and listen, that can happen. That can I, happen when you're older.
4: I made the point yesterday, fairly early in the coverage, and, and to Sean's point, He had multiple layers of information in his head, that which was in the report, that which was not in the report, but he could say that which was not in the report. He could not say and add to that the oldster factor. And he would think, all right, they just asked me, Okay, when the president did this, was that and he just he had too many folders that he was drawing from and it was too complicated a process ...to figure out what he could say and how he could say it.
0: Certainly quickly for a man of his age.
4: Which is why (laughs) Grandpa Mueller said repeatedly, Look, I gave you 400-plus pages. Read it again if you want. That's my report. And that's why yesterday... It was a dog and pony show. It was a recording session for campaign ads. And now in the media, you've got everybody. Well, and we'll talk about this a little more later, but you have everybody from Lawrence tribe who's left of Trotsky to Dan Balls in the Washington Post and just everybody saying that did nothing for impeachment or the Democrats. It was just it was kind of sad and it was just it was dumb. But you have Adam Schiff show. And uh, and and all the all the prominent lefties tweeting that yesterday was devastating for the president, and impeachment now seems like the only remedy. Pretending it never happened, so it might as well never have happened.
0: Uh, yeah, and feel free. Anybody can continue on with that uh, that uh, that mission. I have signed the form to opt out, so i i won't I won't be following you or paying attention to that. <laughs> so if when one up- like a big bird kills a little bird and eats it. Is that just like a cover-up? I guess that's a drone
2: thing.
4: Or is that like the one drone is has uh, gone r- rogue or, or no, it's like broken. And... That's the
2: repair. That's the repair drone. Uh-huh. Something happened wrong with the smaller drones. Right. So I got to say, it's like when you send a tow truck for your car. But it's got to look like right. It's natural. Exactly. Oh, I
0: get it. Yeah, I got the full background. Beginning in 1959, the United States government started killing <laughs> off all the birds in the country. Right. While simultaneously replacing them with identical undercover surveillance drones. Right. What we now call birds, right? <laughs> Sir, they've always called
4: them birds. And they use them to well, monitor
0: Americans every spell day.
4: Spell it with a U, so it's clear to me when you're talking about the drone <laughs> birds, um, or or why, like the uh, the groovy jangly '60s band. He said he's always <coughs> had a distrust of the feathered beings, right?
3: Of course.
0: <laughs> now we know why. Yeah. 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 Bird truthers is part of the movement that he joined. He's like the leading face of now. And
4: eggs are, what, like extra microphones? <laughs>
0: yeah. He said, I consider myself to be a normal American, this guy said. I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my car, and I have an avid disbelief in avian beings.
2: Right. You wash your car every day?
0: Did he say he washes a car every day?
4: He, he, he included Wait a minute. it in his
2: morning routine with <laughs> brushing
4: his teeth. You right. love, you've gotten to the crazy part.
0: Look, I put on my pants every day, one leg at a time, like everyone else, and believe all birds are government drones. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I
3: got to tell you, I am feeling very prosperous. I picked
0: up the returns from my last investment in sport. You make (laughs) gambling last longer. The build-up to the gambling, then the gambling itself you stretch out over days, then the winning you stretch out over multiple days. You really know how to gamble. Why do you even work? (laughs) Why don't you just become a professional gambler? Have you ever considered that?
3: No, not at all. Not at all. Once you become a professional gambler, you're setting yourself up for heartbreak and ruin. Heartbreak.
4: Ruin. (laughs)
2: Uh, Anyway. Wise
3: words. Anyway, I uh, I picked up my returns, and they were much more than I expected. So, to keep my luck building up, I am going to double dip on these winnings and bring home the bacon once wow. again. Wow.
0: He told well, me how is, much. It's not necessary. Marshall told me how much he won. He won serious money. Yeah, he won actual winning. All right, Bring on the grub. Yeah. Congratulations, Marshall. You, yep. you won more than I've spent on gambling in my entire life combined. Really? Oh, yeah.
3: All right. Well, after this, though, I'm hanging up my uh, wagering shoes for another couple
0: of
2: months. we got to, to let look. the luck build back up again. Yes, indeed. <laughs> because that's the way it works. Yes, yeah, indeed. That uh, only makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you and the bird guy could get together. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Thursday, July 25th, year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. I take
4: your show introduction. And we'll continue it by saying, let's begin, according to FCC rules, regs at Mark.
2: I have these notes, but I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! <laughs> Who was that? <laughs>
4: that was me getting ready for the show. <laughs> that was LA. sounding like Chris Farley.
2: <laughs> L.A. Clippers owner and a former Microsoft founder, or one of the early guys at Microsoft, Steve Ballmer. Uh, who is introducing the new free agent signings that they made, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, as they sit on the stage looking petrified is with a, oh no, what have we done <laughs>
0: <laughs> So unlike in, in the vein of a Mark Cuban, another uh, tech billionaire who's got a ton of money, a little younger, a little more passionate than right. your old school owners of sports. I have of these
2: Benavid. notes, but I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool, pretty damn cool.
4: And it's, he's the owner of the Clippers? Yeah. Wow, uh, the old owner of the Clippers had to be told that black people get to vote now. <laughs>
0: Remember him. He really does sound like Van down by the river guy. He, he, he really does. What was that one
4: characterization I am of? a motivational speaker. Right? I am a basketball owner. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, uh, uh. He Steve Ballmer is good credit score Gavin Maloof, a, uh, <laughs> a former sports owner with a, a less successful financial track record. Yeah,
0: substantially.
3: What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Mueller wraps up seven hours of testimony to
0: what effect? Seven hours? Yes. Oh, my God.
3: Accused child rapist Jeffrey Epstein in the hospital and keeping a... Yeah, have
0: you followed... you see that story overnight? Oof. That's a good one. And keeping a short window for your eating really does help you lose weight. Those stories coming hmm. up. I'm always interested in those. How's the mailbag look?
4: Oh, it's excellent. Oh, my gosh. The people are inflamed. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: I know. Many opinions. I know. Yes. I know. Remember the squad? That was a big story. People were inflamed about that. Yes. Yeah. What now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, all right. Stay with us if you can.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, I could tell a a brief version of my uh, swimming pool story here in about 15, 20 minutes, I suppose. Did it for the long-form podcast yesterday. That's not the long-form podcast. It's one more thing. Yeah, which reminds me, we got to do an extra long. It's been ages. Come on, Hanson. i got a couple of good ideas, too. What's the matter with you? Where do you find our podcast? I don't know. Wherever they give away podcasts for free. Yeah. Yeah, it's with all the other podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can't find the podcast. Find a young person and ask them where I
4: find a podcast. Seriously, you'll find it. I, I, have you heard of Apple, the iTunes thing, or what do you? I, what, do they still call it iTunes? Apple Music, I think. Apple Music, yeah. yeah. Whoa! <laughs> now it's music. Mailbag. Woo-hoo! First of all, a uh, freedom-loving quote of the day. I actually, I assembled several for today. I got—I was getting hot to trot on it. Three minutes. What? Uh, Henry David Thoreau. Disobedience is the true foundation of liberty. The obedient must be slaves. Hmm. Think about that, Bob Marley. We're jamming. Whoops! Wrong quote. Uh, better to die fighting for freedom than be a prisoner all the days of your life.
0: Yeah, it's tough balance for uh, yes. for the world and for society and for your own life. Right. Too much uh, order and you're into totalitarianism. Mm. Mm. Hey, uh, dude. And then not enough, and you're into chaos. So right finding that Jennifer. sweet spot is not easy. Uh, disobedience is the true foundation of liberty.
4: How about disobedience of traffic laws? That would not be handy. Right, right. da da Ron points out that our friend Tom McClintock's flaming poo bag question to Mueller has gone worldwide. It
0: was used in a number of BBC World Service reports. Wow, good for Tom. Comedy comedy gold, Jerry. We live in a zinger world, and you might as well embrace it as a politician. Right. We'll talk to Tom McClintock later on in the show. Uh, Do you want to hear that for people who don't know what we're talking about? uh, In Marshall's News.
4: It's like 25 seconds. We'll play it in a bit. It's, It's really good. Well, it's ridiculous, but it's good. Uh, Here's uh, Matthew passing along a Mueller meme. Question to Mueller, what is your name? Can you repeat repeat the last part of that question? Your name. That is beyond my purview. Your name is on the report. Report? What report? Your report. I cannot answer that question.
0: (laughs) Being hard of hearing is not a crime.
4: No, it isn't. It isn't. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, this is a funny note from Rob, who, uh, when he was nine years old, injured his knee playing baseball in the neighborhood and had to be homebound for three weeks. No school, just TV and ice cream. That was the three weeks of the Watergate hearings. Oh, wow! all channels were old white men and green
0: tables. (laughs) Worst three weeks ever at a time when there was no other option. Right. It was what was on the three channels or you did nothing. There was no Game Boy. There was no other channels. There was no Netflix.
4: I'm so sorry, Rob. Uh, John, with a nice note, next time my wife catches me with my hands in the cookie jar and asks me about it, I will simply say, I take your question. <laughs> I take your question. Thank you, Bob Mueller. I can explain that, by the way. Okay, I finally good. have a grasp of okay. what that means. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Stop saying he can't hear very well. He's acting. No, Well, am no, not I congratulate you on your ability to leap immediately to certainty when you have the shred of a theory. I served on a jury with people like you, and you scare me. <laughs>
0: Let's see. Well, that's enough of that. That's what you're hoping for when you email your favorite radio show. <laughs> being told you scare the host.
4: Screw <laughs> off. I don't care about you. You're an idiot. <laughs>
1: Newsmax.
0: on days like yesterday since we've got the sort of um, media that can only focus on one story at a time what happened in the world yesterday that will never get talked about <laughs> that gets left out of the news story and it turns out facebook is the best at at uh, getting their negative stories out on those days yep. mm. we'll tell you more about that coming up
4: yeah big facebook story and, and some other good stuff too that got eclipsed yesterday that we'll get to but First of all, some very very special bonus mailbag from Tracy in Bothell, Washington. Well, I was I could read the note or I could just show you. She made this, ladies yes. and gentlemen. The white-feathered head. The the wingspan. Whoa. Oh my Whoa. goodness. And the ball and chain. Wow. Squawky the Eagle. Wearing a ball and chain.
0: Wow.
4: We keep... Well, she said perhaps you could let the real... Yeah, Yeah. it does
0: does have Bernie Sanders haircut.
4: Perhaps you could (laughs) let the real Squawky go now that you have a substitute, she writes. That is hilarious. (laughs) It is a bald eagle with a ball and chain, which we have chained up in the control room to symbolize freedom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Squawky eagle right there. That's
4: Squawky. You said she made that... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, uh, yeah, she certainly could have gotten a pattern for a bald eagle stuffed animal and then gotten a ball and chain as well. But we will uh, take a picture of this immediately and put it up at armstrongandgetty.com. Wow. Um, Very, very, Tracy, this has
0: gladdened our hearts and we thank you. (laughs) News now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
3: that's a wrap. Former special counsel Robert Mueller. Oh, made- it's over already. Yes, oh, that
0: was so fun. Yes, he. Uh, My period- favorite tweet. I retweeted this was from Joe yes. Goldberg and said, "Wow, that was something. I can't believe there's six more days of this. I that was hilarious." <laughs> <laughs>
3: He appeared before two House committees over seven hours. And as he said, he confined his answers to what was in the report in his Russia investigation for the most part, answering in one word replies. And many times during the morning show, he, uh, well, his answers were often halting or stilted. The afternoon session, though, before the House Intelligence Committee was on the first part of the Mueller report on Russia's efforts to interfere with the 2016 election. Committee uh, Chair Adam Schiff came out guns a-blazing, saying the Mueller report about Russian meddling was chilling. It tells the story of a foreign adversary's sweeping and systematic intervention in a close U.S. presidential election. And Schiff insisted the way the Trump campaign acted was disloyal to the country. Disloyalty to country. Those are strong words, but how else are we to describe a presidential campaign which did not inform the authorities of a foreign offer of dirt on their opponent, Which did not publicly shun it or turn it away, but which instead invited it, encouraged it, and made full use of it.
4: And the other campaign, which hired people to go find dirt from Russian operatives. Right, that was pointed out by Devin Nunes.
2: Fusion GPS, funded by the DNC and the Hillary Clinton campaign, started developing the Steele dossier. A collection of outlandish accusations that Trump and his associates were Russian agents. Resulting in the publication of the dossier and launching thousands of false press stories based on the word of a foreign ex-spy.
4: It's, it's starting to sound like a couple of drunks arguing about the same thing all night long. None of them introducing any new points. None of them entertaining in any way. Just the
0: same argument. So Joe Scarborough, who couldn't hate Trump more over on MSNBC, said uh, Democrats need to open an impeachment inquiry now or bury the idea forever enough. Uh, ABC News' Terry Moran, who's their legal guy, said impeachment's over after this. It's not going to happen. That was ABC's main uh, dude on this right uh-huh. saying it's it's over let's just move on i agree can we just can we just be done with this you know use your campaign ads do whatever you got to do the election wise right. but as far as like a part of government let's just just move on it's done and and uh rich lowry who i retweeted asks and i'm surprised nobody brought this up maybe it would have seemed too ageist or mean or mean spirited or something like that but um, the question Sir, with all due respect, who was running the Mueller investigation? Because I don't think anybody thinks Robert Mueller was really making the key decisions on a daily basis, do they? It doesn't
4: seem so now. I mean, it seems unlikely. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, by the by, let me find the correct chart here. Uh, let's yeah. see. I'm, uh, the opinions about impeachment, because I think... The Democrats are aware that a sizable number of Democrats are in favor of impeachment. I mean, it's it's a pretty good number. I can't remember what the number is. It's almost 100 in the House now. Yeah, I mean about uh, Democrat voters, although that's probably reflected by the number in the no. House. Um, and and so they've just got to th- say, yeah, you know what? We're working on it for you. We're thinking of we're working on it. Right. We're getting it together. Don't you worry. We're with you to keep those people's enthusiasm up. There are very few actual grown-ups in the Congress who who think for a minute seriously about impeachment because they know it would be disastrous politically. And they claim they're not thinking about that, but that's a hilarious, hilarious uh, claim. Wealthy financier
3: Jeffrey Epstein who's facing sex trafficking charges involving underage girls. Because he's
0: a rapist of children. That's why he's facing those charges, allegedly. Has
3: been placed now on suicide watch after he was found injured in his cell at a federal
0: jail in New York City. So they found him in the fetal position in the corner of his cell with marks on his neck. Right. And they don't know if somebody nearby attacked him or if he tried to hang himself. Right. I I tell you what, and I'm not prone to spasms of, you
4: know, wackadoo conspiracy theory. I don't believe the government has replaced all the birds with drones, for instance. Sucker. There are a hell of a lot of people, powerful, wealthy people, who would like nothing better than for this guy to never utter another word on earth again.
0: You know, I didn't even think about that. A lot of That's people. That's how stupid I am. Yeah. I thought, I could see a guy like that committing suicide. He's a billionaire. The jig is up. Sure. I mean, it's it's over. He's going to spend the rest of his life in prison and, uh, and be disgraced. So him killing himself, that seems like the logical end to this. Also, we know how um, people who abuse children are often treated in prison yep. by people who were abused as children. Right. They really hate that kind of person. So him being killed uh, by one of those guys, not hard to imagine. Didn't even occur to me that Hillary Clinton or whoever.
4: <laughs> easy now. You're not helping my case. Yeah. Well, no. found the yeah. fr- Same
0: guy who killed right? uh, Foster and, uh, and got him. Oh, boy. I'm trying to be as ridiculous as possible. But yeah, there are a lot Mm -hmm. of powerful people that don't want this to go to court and have their names out there as having been at the party or on his plane or whatever. Right, right. Right. Or if, listen, and this is like the
4: most innocent possible explanation. They went to one of his orgy parties. They got it on with some of the girls around. And then, you know, as everybody was having drinks afterward, Epstein said to him, you know, she's 16. And they thought, I'm ruined! I'm ruined! And he knows, whoever that he is, knows that Epstein knows. It's entirely possible. You get word to some thug inside prison, you know, make whatever offer is necessary. Some guy who's already
0: a murderer. right? What do we hope for? He's a scumbag. We hope he kills himself save the taxpayer money or I, do we or do we want him to be that go through the misery
2: i want him to name as many names as possible then after that i don't care and rot in jail yeah rot in jail or killing yourself right. whatever but but yeah I, I i would like to know what he knows uh yeah if it was people that
0: were knowingly involved with underage people yeah they should be known no doubt about it you know um he, he this uh, one of our listeners is just I, I do you have unlimited
4: free time sir but he uh, tracks these things down and sends link after link after link supporting uh, the allegations or theories. And in this case, um, uh, for instance, there's this uh, Brunel guy. Is that is that the correct name? Oh, yeah. Jean-Luc Brunel, who's the owner of MC2 Modeling Agency, who was one of uh, Epstein's procurers of flesh, or so it would seem. And... Testimony from, this is from Politico. Uh, Testimony from somebody at the trial states, Brunel ran some kind of modeling agency and appeared to have some kind of arrangement with the U.S. government where he could get U.S. passports and other travel docs for young girls. He would then farm them out. So, man, there's all sorts of people who are connected to this guy. Super rich, gregarious, generous, fun loving. He collected people. He was a networker and a glad hander and a bit of a star blanker. Right. And uh, yeah, I'll bet there are all sorts of people caught up in this, just praying their name doesn't come Wasn't
3: out. Wasn't there some kind of report floating around to get connections with the CIA at some uh,
0: point? Yeah, well, that yeah. came out during the whole, uh, back in 2008 when he right. was in trouble. Now, I wish they'd nail down who put that news out there, right. because that was an attempt to protect him. Say, oh, no, he's a CIA informant, so you got to back off this whole investigation. Right. Huh. I don't know if that came out of the CIA or government or, or what, where that came from. Right. Well, it's and it's
4: possible that that's true, but it's not like he was a CIA agent. It's possible that they said, listen, we happen to know you regularly party with the right. prince blankety-blank of, uh, you know, whatever Gulf state. Um, let us know if he says anything about blank. And Epstein mm-hmm. said, yeah, okay, I'll do that. You
3: there, don't know. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation.
0: By the way, on the Robert Mueller thing, we got this text. You know, if you have cancer, people are sympathetic and concerned. But if you're hard of hearing, people just get mad at you. Um, you know, I don't know if you, you equate cancer and uh, and hard of hearing, but they are two things that happen to you that aren't your fault. Mostly,
2: yeah. Um, sure. Over a long enough timeline, both are inevitable. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, it, it,
0: that is that is something. I wonder yeah. if maybe we'll become uh, more more tolerant of hard of hearing. It's, it's not, <laughs> you think that'll be the, uh, the outcome of the Mueller hearing? Maybe.
4: Just remember, be patient with your older friends who are hard of hearing. They're not willfully not hearing you.
0: It does make you frustrated when somebody can't hear you, which is weird. It's not their fault. Right. It's, but it's very frustrating. It is frustrating. I
4: dealt with that just the other
0: day and thought, well, wait a minute
4: now. Of course, you know, sometimes if the TV's up a little loud, too, it just becomes impossible to communicate. So, anyway.
0: (sighs) So, we got a couple of great guests later to uh, talk a little bit about the Mueller thing, but not now. All right? So, don't touch that dial. Don't dive out. Don't say I'm going to drive my car into an abutment if you guys say another (laughs) word about it, because we're not going to for just a few minutes. All right, (laughs) Take a break. Right. I should tell a brief version of what happened at the pool the other day, in which I had to go, I have to go back and apologize to a lifeguard. Oh, and how I many need... how many how many adults ever end up in that situation? Probably not that many. I take your question. What? Yeah, <laughs> you should. You know, back I need to, to the, explain that. Back to the Mueller thing. I would yeah. like to know what that means. Can yes. you explain that coming up without getting into the? Can the, I explain that coming up?
3: I take your question.
0: And can Truth. you? And, and 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 I hope. You can do it. It doesn't have to involve the rightness or wrongness of any of the the stuff, right? Correct. Doesn't really have to get into the Mueller report, Chairman Mueller. Generally, Chairman <laughs> Mueller's speaking for me. Fantastic. <laughs> on the way next on the Armstrong. English. True. So- The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wow, that hurts my heart seeing this. 73% of children wish they had more time to connect with their family. That hurts my heart. Yeah. As as we have, uh, you know, restructured society little by little over the years to allow less of that. Live your life however you want. But kids are more scheduled today than they certainly have been since I've been on the planet. Um, with various activities and that sure. sort of thing. Right, and uh, mom and dad
4: staring at their phone mostly and are involved in their own thing. Uh, you know, it's funny, it just occurred to me that this the smartphone, which is a computer, um, is to a large extent, well, to some extent, a portable TV as well. And I'm picturing like one of those expos of the future mm-hmm. in the 1950s. In the future, everyone will have a TV that they can walk around staring at. And, you know, have everybody walking around staring at a TV. People would have looked at that and said, whoa, 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 wait
0: a minute. That's not good. (laughs) That's really weird. And yet here we are. I drove home uh, listening to the Mueller testimony. or I was listening to it, but it was on my TV, on my phone. Mm -hmm. I dialed it up effortlessly like i didn't even have to think i didn't have to type anything in i just went to youtube and it was like the first suggestion and i just pressed my thumb on it and there it is yeah there's live television on my phone as i drive home it's absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. um spending time with your kids i was with both my kids both my boys at the community pool the other day where we where we have season passes which was surprisingly expensive um for the whole family to be able to go whenever they want, and go down the slide and frolic around and get an otter pop at the concession stand and all the fun thing you do at the community pool.
2: That gave me visceral memories of the summer pool otter pop experience. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's
0: a lot of the excitement of when we get to break time and go get the otter pop. What flavor you want? Green. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. But I've talked about this over the years, the number of rules they now have at your modern city pool. It's absolutely incredible incredible and it's similar to the at my kid's school they can't run on the grass if it rained the day before i mean it or you can't you know you can't do any of the things on the monkey bars that the monkey bars were designed for right. it's sort of along those lines i don't know what drives it 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 makes me worry for society but i i have kept my mouth shut over the years as they blew the whistle on my children and others for doing things that aren't the least bit dangerous it, but it drives me crazy. And so the other day, I'm um, uh, I'm there at the pool, and uh, and shaving your legs in it, and uh, <laughs> shaving my legs into pool. Oh my god, um, uh, guy, he's a early twenties, dude. He's the he's the lifeguard, and he he blows the whistle on this kid who had just jumped into the pool. You're not allowed to do cannonballs. I talked about this two years ago. My four year old got the whistle blown on him. He was four at the time for doing a cannonball off the side into the pool, which oh. is what every kid did all day long at the pool when I was a kid. Right, but he jumped off and, well, did and a, many of them now legless. But go on. Well, if they lived at all, right? Um, <laughs> uh, my son did that. Got the whistle blown. No cannonballs at the pool. That was the first inkling I got that oh my god, things have changed drastically since the last time I was at a community pool, and a number of rules have come this way since. But anyway, this kid. And it turns out this is—I don't know if they speak in English—but they were all speaking Spanish. And it was a dad and a couple of kids. And his kid had jumped off the side. You can jump off and go straight down with your feet. Yes. But he jumped off the side and did kind of a half turn before he went down with his feet. Whee! No twisting in the air when you jump off the side of the pool. <sighs> and I thought to myself, you gotta be kidding. What? And the dad, who I'm not sure speaks English, looked at the guy like, "What? What are we in trouble for?" And I—I don't—I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm, I'm sure in Mexico, they don't scold you for jumping off the side of the pool, uh, you know, and doing a half twist as a, as a five-year-old in the water. Oh, my God. Then. What have we become, America? Then one of the kids kind of jumps off his dad's shoulders. Little kid. This is like a three-year-old. Kind of jumps off his dad's shoulders, splashes in the water one foot away from him. Tweet! Because I got tweeted for this several years ago. No jumping off uh, a parent in the pool. And I thought, and, and it's building inside me, oh, the hatred no. of this. And it's not this guy's fault, obviously, but just all of society. And I'll explain why it bothers me so much in a minute. But so then my son, although you look at a guy like that, he'd make a pretty good Nazi. My son put his legs up on the pool. So he had his legs up on the side, and he was kind of doing back float and splash. Tweet! No legs on the side of the pool. And my son said, because he had his head in the I said, what did I do wrong? I said, I guess you broke another one of the pool rules, I said looking at the guy, yes, which was not cool because he's just doing his job. Yes, it was cool. And when we got home, my son said, that guy looked at you like you're a crazy person, Dad. (laughs) So, I gotta go back to the pool and apologize. But anyway, here's why it bothers me so much. We're making our kids crazy. It is now known. Studies have been done. We're driving our kids crazy this unprecedented level of problems with anxiety among children and teens and college kids, we're making them crazy by convincing them everything is dangerous and scary. Right. And there are so many different ways that we're doing it. And this is one of them. And the other part of it is, so, you know, there are a couple of rules at the pool that are great. Don't run is a great rule because you'll slip and bust your head open. I've done it. It's a, but my kids treat that rule the same way they treat the other rules. They're all stupid rules, Dad. Because mm-hmm. most of them are insane. Even a child knows
4: they're insane. It's the reefer madness principle. One puff of marijuana and you will immediately become a suicidal rapist. When people find out that's not true and it's not dangerous, they figure, okay...
0: I can smoke all the pot I want all the time, and nothing bad will ever happen to me. So it bothers me that uh, we're contributing to making our kids crazy. We're giving them mental problems. And on the other side of the coin, we're denying them the chance to explore life and decide, okay, what
4: is dangerous and what's not, and how do I deal with it when it gets a little scary? We don't let them try those
0: things. Which is part of what causes the mental problems. That's why there have been studies that show we need to make our playgrounds more dangerous. It's bad for their mental health. And so they're doing this at the pool. And it bothers me that there are people, that there are the lifeguards that are that age that think that this is normal. It's not his fault. That's what he was taught. But it bothers me that there are people that think this is a normal way to structure society. Right. It's crazy.
4: Well, you do what you think is right, obviously. Uh, I appreciate the pushback. I think
0: people need to push back against that sort of culture. I think it's insidious. I think it's sick. Text line 415-295-KFTC, The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: With the Lucky slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.